Hey guys, welcome to the Tech People Podcast. My name is Ken Coyne. I'm your host and founder, as well as head of technology at Ops Talent. I believe at the heart of any success story are the people who made it happen. Diversity, creativity, and innovation, when nurtured in people, can lead to an unbeatable formula. I created this podcast to share the experiences of some truly inspirational leaders on their journey to success. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Tech People. This week, we venture into the world of personal agility, which we will learn more about later. But before we go into this, I'm delighted to welcome Raji Silverman and Mikhail Rasky, who are the authors of Discoveries to Personal Agility, a book for all industries. But just a little background on the guys. Raji is from Singapore. She helps US and Singaporean companies with strategic planning and overseas startups. She speaks several languages, has worked in Singapore, Thailand, India, and the US of A, where she currently resides. She's a board member for nonprofit organizations and has worked across several industries. She's also a professor, author, keynote speaker, an agile practitioner, a mentor, and in a nutshell, a pracademic. Mikhail is from Poland and is a project management expert, experienced in new technologies and digital leadership fields. He's currently the IT Strategy and Project Management Director at MBEC. He's also a regular conference speaker and lecturer for executive MBA programs, volunteer and mentor. He's value and results focused with a lean and agile approach. Finally, he is particularly experienced in project excellence award assessments. So, Mihao Raji, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We're looking forward to learning more about your book. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us, Ken. No, thank, thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Mihao. Okay, listen, so let's, let's get straight into it because there's a lot I want to cover here. Um, it's a very, very interesting topic. But first, let's start. Could you tell us a bit about the book and uh, also this Lighthouse team that you have? Um, I don't know, would, would you like to start with you, Reggie, on this first point? Oh, sure, sure. Well, to all the listeners, good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are listening from. And uh, once again, thank you, Ken, for having me have an eye on your podcast and wanting to talk about our book, The Discoveries Through Personal Agility. Honestly, though, this book is really a culmination of the numerous conversations that we have and I have had. Oh, Lord, where shall I begin? Well, let's see. Something like... What shall we talk about when we apply for this Congress or conference? Well, after a number of back and forth, we landed on the topic personal agility, as it did not really seem to have enough traction, and at least not in the way that we as co-founders of Agility Discoveries describe it in our personal agility lighthouse model. Yes, then the question arises. Why the lighthouse? Well, a merchant marine's wife, which is me, when she hears Michał say he's driving to Wuch, which in Polish means a boat, which I did not know was the name of a place in Poland years back, of course, my mind automatically connected it to lighthouses. It actually became a guiding light for us to hone personal agility. Here's a very, very brief symbolism to our topic, but to our audience of this podcast, please refer to our book, Discoveries Through Personal Agility, to learn more about it 
the connections, the analogies, it's explained in a much greater detail there. So lighthouses. Now, they are often used to symbolize true guidance, steadfastness in relationships, teams, and organizations. They can weather any storm as they are the strongest structures built. I say this because you all heard of tsunamis. What happens after a tsunami? Everything gets destroyed. But what stands? The only thing that stands is the lighthouse. Why? Because they represent the determination to achieve goals, no matter the challenges. This is exactly how our model helps to achieve yeah. personal and organizational goals. Right, Mihao? Right. So, thanks, Rajit. It's very interesting. But over to you, uh, Mihao. I mean, why did you write this book? Yeah, so long time back, uh, we met at a conference and uh, we were talking about agile transformations and uh, agility. So for most of uh, the organizations, agility is a goal. So we got fired into talking about uh, what needs uh, to be changed in order to achieve organizational agility. Okay. And many times people said to me, uh, Michal, don't do uh, agile, be agile, or something like, Michal, you need to change your uh, mindset. And I was wondering, what should I do? How can one know whether mindset is already changed or needs to work on it? So we began to discuss around it, what can an agile mindset mean? We set out to name it uh, personal agility. Then, as Raji said, uh, the lighthouse uh, came into the picture and okay. uh, we decided on calling uh, our model the, the personal agility lighthouse model. And in our minds, personal agility is the interpretation of uh, agile mindset in today's moderns, uh, modern organizations. And in order to achieve organizational agility, an individual needs to hone personal agility. Okay. And in terms of the approach then towards that book, I mean, is the approach so all about that the approach you take is basically around the lighthouse or is it something different? Yeah. So it wasn't uh, our goal to write a book at least right. at, the, at the very, very beginning. Our goal or let's say our lighthouse was to answer this difficult question. How do we define an agile mindset uh, and how to deliver value for for people who are interested in the same uh, topic. Okay. The book is but a step towards finding the answer. So being agile means you need to be customer focused and adapt to their feedback in uh, order to uh, deliver value uh, for your customers. So we got going using this uh, methodology here as well. So you know, in order to validate our take about the value of personal agility, and uh, we started to write uh, research papers and publish them among uh, professionals and academia. We received a lot of feedback and, and, and based on this, we adjust our sales to improving our personal agility lighthouse model. We decided to ask practitioners to write industry applications, how different industries around the world can apply our model, and based on the 
applications uh, that we received, uh, we decided to embellish and uh, enhance our work. The book is kind of summary of this work, of okay. research papers and uh, industrial applications. And we believe this can inspire a lot of uh, people and help uh, to answer this question, what to do to hone personal agility. Well, actually, you know what? I mean, you must be doing something right because I was doing some research myself and I saw that you guys got five-star rating on Google on your book. So congratulations there. Um, Thank you. Very, very impressive. But just tell us something just for the audience and uh, may I just like keep on you for a moment. Could you just explain a bit more about the model just for the benefit of our audience? Obviously not by giving too much away, but if you just go into more detail. Of course. In the model, we have uh, seven... Agility flavors, we call we call them. So, first one, education agility. It's because it's imperative uh, to learn to feel the pain points of others. Cross-functional areas of collaboration and uh, teamwork is helped with this agility. This means there are going to be changes uh, that an individual needs to deal with, and this takes us to change agility, which is second one. Okay. When change happens. Emotions start to play up where emotional agility, third one, needs to be dealt with. Emotions are the main ingredient for politics to surface. Therefore, political agility, the fourth one, has to be addressed at this point. Then the cerebrum, which comprises of the brain and the mind, uh, the two most agile parts of an individual, needs to be aligned and sharpened to deal with politics and uh, quick responses. Cerebral agility, the fifth one, takes shape here. We need to learn to make ourselves go through continuous improvement strategies to relearn all of the above uh, agilities, which is learning agility, the sixth one. All of this owned will sprout uh, fourth uh, outcomes agility Outcomes agility is the seventh one, achieving more clarity and talking one's bar, uh, taking one's bar to the next level. So, yeah, seven agility flavors and the lighthouse. Good, very interesting. And then uh, maybe you could just jump back to uh, Raji. Um, could you give us some like real world examples that you could share with us, if, like you know, make it bring it closer to home for our, our audience in terms of that model? Well, if you're asking about how we have used, uh, I think that's what you're asking, you know, Mihara. Ah, exactly. Sorry. Yes. Uh, so what instantly comes to my mind is that a similar question was asked when Mihara and I were speaking for a gig in Norway last month. And one of the participants' answer is what I think it will be really appropriate to mention here. So the fact that I'm a Singapore citizen, Mihal, a Polish citizen. We speak different languages. We live in different countries. We have families. We have work. We do voluntary works. But yet, because we're agile, we're able to write papers, deliver speeches, author book, do workshops, and so much more. Hope this answers your question. And of course, you know, industry applications is one thing that we have said, but there are many other kinds of feedback that people give us uh, not just the you know writing of how they use our model but what it is that they can take out of it as well 
But right now, Ken, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn the table to you and ask you, are there any areas that you feel you can apply any one of our seven agilities in our model? Ah, no pressure. No, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was very interesting when I, I did look at it. I, I did review it. And I, I do definitely feel, I thought the first one was very interesting, the educational point and about the pain points, because I do work personally across cross-functional teams all the time. True. If you work in a tech environment, it's agile in here, but I'm working with, you know, HR teams, I'm working with finance teams, which is a very different working model. And sometimes I don't get, I don't, you know, look at it from their perspective from some of the challenges that we face on a day-to-day basis. And in terms of deliverables, they have to deliver on a weekly, a monthly basis. So I think definitely that agile mindset, the education of that, understanding what their points are and applying that and taking the change. And you mentioned, I mean, it's, it seems very logical to me, actually, the way you go through the different steps in terms of the change, you know, the critical aspects and finally getting to the outcome-based agility, which which is fantastic. Even now I see myself personally week to week uh, taking time aside, focusing on what I need to deliver for that week and assessing it at the start of the week, the end of the week, taking out at least a half a day a week and just focusing that time to make sure I'm meeting those targets and objectives. And it's so very much an agile mindset to getting towards that rather than going to the end of the week and saying, what, well, what did I achieve for the week? Unless you set yourself personal goals weekly, you don't achieve that. Um, and you're just going from a day-to-day operations perspective. And I think that's what happens with a lot of people is that you do go from day-to-day operations when we look back and say, oh God, what did I achieve for that period of time? Whereas if you have an agile mindset and you're reviewing that on a weekly basis, um, you will achieve so much more. And that's getting towards outcome-based um, agile delivery and, and focusing on that on a weekly basis. I think you can achieve so much from it. But you do need structure. You do need a model that, and that's where I think your model would be a huge help. And that. Cool. Well, we must have done something right, uh, Ken, because you are using all of our seven agilities, looks like it. So we must have done something <laughs> right, like you said. Right, Michael? Maybe, maybe it's that tech background that's helping, of course, in the <laughs> technology. Who knows? But I do believe it's very interesting. And, and as you know, I mean, we did this uh, hackathon recently, which also based around self-organization, which kind of, you know, it can lead into a whole that agile mindset and self-organization, yes. which I thought was very interesting. It gets you thinking differently. But it's not until you get into it and actually do it that you really do realize the difference from it. Mm-hmm. So tell us about, you know, coming to, you know, obviously this is more, you said it can be applied to business organizations, it can be tried, I suppose, a personal but I, you know, how how is the model helping organizations? Could you just expand a bit further on this, uh, maybe, Reggie? There are too many dimensions, but uh, let me just give you a couple of broad examples, maybe. You know what? Actually, you can read all about how several industry practitioners have written about the use of our model in their work, organizations, universities, under the tab, publications, in our website, agilitydiscoveries.com, the industries are from around the world and spans across finance, data, academia, palm oil, and many more. Oh, and come to think of it, we also wrote a paper and published it in the dormant University of the Applied Science and Arts in Germany, which talks about construction agility. We wrote about Kano model and the honeycomb, not going into any details. The point that we are making 
is that in any industry, in any vertical, you know, you have to need to hone personal agility as that is the bud that will flower and blossom into the beautiful bloom, which is the organization in this case. Fittingly now, I can't help but say this because you brought it up, Ken. So I'm going to go into it. Go first. Go first. Uh, One of the chapters that is going to be published in a book that International Project Management Association is working on right now from the annual research conference 2020, where we have and I were closing keynotes. And me, the first ever chair for the Hack Days, along with you to help Ken, thank you. The theme was, like you said, self-organization, where Miham and I, we have written about self-assessing oneself, then scaling yourself to self-awareness, thus leading the path to self-organization. This actually encompasses all of the seven agilities in our personal agility lighthouse model. Well, all of these help businesses to hone their employees' personal agility, taking it to organizational agility. You can make the correlation, right, Ken? Yes, <laughs> completely. Tell me, you mentioned, obviously, it's all about, you know, you mentioned self-organization, but in terms of personal agility, is that a you know is that a necessary must have requirement in the, in the individual, or can you help with that capability also? I'm not sure whether to maybe Mihao maybe you could help and answer that one. Yeah, so yeah, we 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 strongly think so. Our work is to help people to hone uh, personal agility as capability. Okay. Research papers uh, mentioned before industrial applications are to inspire people and let them know there is a way to systematically improve their agile mindset. And uh, yeah, and the one thing is, which is very important, you can measure your personal agility uh, lighthouse journey. So in our book, uh, Discoveries to Personal Agility, we have included something which we call Personal Agility Index. It's a kind of short and simple yes or no questionnaire uh, based on which you can assess your personal agility. So you can know better about yourself and uh, yeah, you can uh, like to, to, to all uh, people who are listening to us. Uh, you can reach out uh, to us uh, if you are interested about this uh, index, and to, we will send you uh, your scores and results. Cool. Would that be the first step to measure your personal agility? Would you recommend? First step is to know more about uh, agility, to uh, to understand them. And, okay. Uh, then you can uh, answer a questionnaire and then uh, you know what is your level, what is your index. And based on it, uh, you can uh, build your uh, plan for your uh, continuous improvement. Okay, cool. Okay, can I just go, actually, can I just go back once? Just one thing, one last point there. Um, could you give us some specific examples of maybe, I don't know, one or two agilities that ha- has helped organizations from either your book or from your experience? I tell maybe Reggie, or you want to jump in on that one if you have some cases that you could share with us. Again, it's too many to explain, but uh, you know, just to get the listeners to see how easy it is to write something about using our model. When I say write, I'll tell you why in a second. Okay. Maybe 
I can give you two examples from a practitioner point of view and maybe an academic point of view. So Patrick Connelly from Teradata wrote an article about using our model, and he says this about cerebral agility. He said data analytics is highly cerebral. Data is factual as well as binary. It tells a concrete story. Now, putting data to good use requires a critical analysis of current data needs and data gaps. Not having this insight, organizations will struggle to build and communicate meaningful stories about the impact of their data analysis. Frankly, all of us have no choice but to use these in our current pandemic situation. I think we can all agree to that. And the second from an academic, Professor Lynn Leon, she wrote this about change agility. Now, as part of any problem solving, we also have to think about how to adjust our actions in order to meet our goals. Now, this is so dear and near to our new norm now where every student is studying from home, adjusting our sales to reach the lighthouse. Agree, Michal? Yes, I agree very much. So the reason I said, I will say in a bit why I said right about a model is because we are thinking, I mean, this is a thought that we want the listeners, we want to leave the listeners with this thought. We're going to compile all of the industry applications that people write about using our personal agility lighters model into a book soon. So like Mihao said, if anyone of you are listening to all of the agilities, want to read about it and then take the assessment or write about it, we are happy to publish it for you. That's the reason why I said write. Uh, like I said, there are many other feedbacks that come to us, but this is just one of them. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, thank you, Rajiv. That sounds really, really excellent. Listen, guys, very interesting. I mean, looking forward to, to, to following the progress and uh, seeing the outcome of it. I, I always ask at the end, I mean, what does the future hold? What's next? There's this one. So I would like to know what does the future hold? Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll if uh, let's yeah we, we don't know but uh, we know something which is uh, very true we live in a VUCA world and uh, change is constant so yeah Raji and I firmly believe uh, personal agility is the future competency and uh, by honing personal agility people will easily cope uh, with uh, changes and uh, yeah, all uh, leaders and uh, managers will uh, drive their organizations uh, to organizational agility lighthouse. Awesome. And so last thoughts, where can we get uh, last thoughts, sorry, and uh, from Raji, and maybe you could tell us where we could buy the book? Sure. To know about our book, you can go to agilitydiscoveries.com and you can also see about what we do in our workshops, in our keynotes. And also you can read, like we said, about the industry applications. And of course, after we do our workshops, there is a certification as well at the end, but it's optional. Not everybody needs to do it. But in a nutshell, let me just put it this way. To draw a universal analogy of our model is like a pen knife or a Swiss knife. It's got many tools, but you choose what you want at the time you want to use. 
And that's how you hone your personal agility and you get to the lighthouse of your own whenever you want to go, wherever you want to go. And finally, to everyone out there, be agile, get your personal agility honed and hope to hear from you soon. And most importantly, stay well, stay safe. Thank you, Michal, and thank you, Ken. Fantastic. I couldn't have ended it any better. Thank you, Hajin. Thank you, Michal, for your time today. Really interesting. We too. Thank you.